0: Gentlemen, welcome to the Wrestling Inc. Monday Night Raw After Show. I'm Jack Farmer. He's Jimmy Corderas, and of course, we've got the NYC Demon Diva. Because, as you know, everything's changing this week. All the different uh, the presentations totally different this week. There's been some shakeups going on. No, I'm just kidding. Justin's on vacation, but isa thanks so much for joining us.
1: I'm excited. I'm sorry to break the triple J. You know, oh. the Triple J team that you guys got going on Monday, <laughs> but I'm so happy to be talking Monday Night Raw with you guys.
0: I'm glad you're here, and I got it mm-hmm. real quick. I f- totally forgot. We got to say at the very top here, uh, Hello Fresh is going to be so mad at me. This summer, make all of your meals easy breezy with Hello Fresh. You get fresh pre-portioned ingredients and recipes delivered to your door every week. Get 16 free meals plus three gifts with code INC16 at hellofresh.com slash inc one six jimmy mm-hmm. i was doing good until i realized that hello fresh is probably going to get me kicked off this show because i didn't get right to the uh the pre-roll but other than no. that i'm doing pretty good but how are you
2: no i'm good don't worry about it it's all good I and mean, hello <laughs> fresh knows that uh i'm a big supporter of theirs as well because uh i, I almost want to um do re- a ref to chef and just highlight them yeah uh, you know what i mean and just Their stuff is wonderful. I I love
1: love that. that. The branding is incredible. Ref to chef, do
2: it, Jimmy,
0: please. (laughs) That that uh, is great branding, by the way.
2: Yeah, believe it or not, and and my wife has already made me a coffee mug. Oh, perfect. With with it on there, so it's it's yeah. little cafe
0: the- brother but uh, it's a work in
2: progress <laughs>
0: <laughs> well once you have a coffee mug it's official it's done it's a done deal
2: yeah, yeah. and who knows um, maybe maybe there's a book in there somewhere you know some recipes and some pictures and some stories
0: but do you have a ref name for the book no not yet because if but you're going that- to go ref to chef yeah you know ref that- and rants you need yeah. something for the book right
2: well well if if if, if, it if it's about cooking, i don't make the then- Hey, if it's about cooking, then it can be called ref the chef. Who knows? <laughs>
0: yeah. uh, well, thank you everyone for joining us. We have a big episode, obviously lots of stuff mm-hmm. in the news, obviously lots of stuff going on and we're going to talk all about it. In fact, why even hold off on it? Let's get into, uh, I guess the mm-hmm. news that was sort of the overall thing that everyone was on everyone's mind is um, uh triple H apparently taking over creative over at WWE uh, over on wrestlinginc.com Um uh, it's all changed behind the scenes at WWE following Vince McMahon's decision to retire last Friday. A major news revealed earlier today about the on-screen product. Uh, Triple H will be assuming all responsibilities related to WWE's creative. It has now been reported by Fightful Select that there will there was a general excitement about the news amongst talent, many of whom worked closely with Triple H during his 10-year running NXT between 2012 and 2021. It is also said that That the USA Network, the broadcast home of both WWE Raw and NXT, has reacted positively to the news, calling it an exciting change. Mm -hmm. Um, This, I think, uh, is obviously big news because you have a guy, Isa, who has been running the general direction of creative in pro wrestling for as long as I can remember. Uh, This is exciting, is it not?
1: Oh, it's absolutely very exciting. I think it's the right decision. Triple H created some magic that cannot be reproduced, especially when we talk about that NXT between 2015 and 2019. The best wrestling, they were selling out arenas, they were putting out literally perfect shows. So of course I am excited. The possibilities are endless. I can't help but to think of people that maybe we feel are not being utilized the right way. Is that going to change? Maybe some people that left or walk away, are they going to be willing to come back with these changes? Mm -hmm. We know Triple H created a lot of really good relationships with a lot of that NXT talent. So I'm telling you, I personally read it and I couldn't think of a negative Thing to say about it i was very excited about it and i think a lot of people were as well
0: it's very easy to get excited about something like this i'm excited about it i agree with mm-hmm. isa completely jimmy you've obviously been in wwe you've mm-hmm. been there backstage mm-hmm. and no matter how excited we are there's clearly going to be a vacuum left by someone like vince mcmahon not being there um mm-hmm. w- you're not there right now obviously no. but Could you explain what you think that would feel like having that change happening backstage, good, bad, whatever that might be like?
2: I think there's going to be a lot of different emotions. I mean, like a a lot of people are used to having Vince backstage and and there's a certain way you uh, you can approach Vince. Vince is very more approachable than people think he is or assume he is. But at the same time, there is a way to approach Vince Hunter is is really super cool about, you know, Hey, Hey Hunter, when you got a minute, I want to talk to you. I got a tie. You know, I got an idea. I want to throw by you. Yeah. Yeah. Can't catch up with me, whatever. He very, very approachable. But the one thing I like about having Hunter in charge of creative is um, he's not old school or new school. He's everything. He is, you know, textbook old school wrestler, but at the same time, he has a mind for this modern generation of, of, of Quote unquote," I know people don't like the term sports entertainment, but you have to create characters, and Hunter understands that. But he also is smart enough to know that you can please your old diehard fans, but at the same time entertain them and get them enthralled in their the characters that he works with. And he works well with them because he gives them not only ideas and tells them, hey, go out there and cut this promo. Uh, what are you thinking about this promo? Tell me what this character would say. He asks the questions of them, and then they work together. And I think that's one of the biggest pluses with Hunter is he works with the talent as opposed to uh, directing traffic, so to speak. Right.
0: And, and there was a lot of stuff that happened today, and we'll get into it individually as we go through, but where you could just feel a different energy throughout mm-hmm. it. And um, again, it's very easy to sort of uh, poo-poo on the past and everything else. Um, I, I, but I do think that do you there's say a lot of- yeah is that not the professional term
1: (laughs) it is it is it is the most professional term
0: actually (laughs) you know it's very easy to and um but to to be fair a lot of the old ways of doing things gave us everything we love about pro wrestling but at the same time i always say you've got to look to you got to look to youth a lot of times. I know it's weird mm-hmm. thinking of Triple H's youth in this case, but uh, I think a lot of times you have to look at like new, that's where you get new ideas and new mm-hmm. things. And it's exciting whether or not you love the old way of things or whether or not you hated the old way of things at the very least it's exciting. Cause this is a world of pro wrestling uh, and, and Issa, I don't know how I've been a wrestling fan for a very long time. I, I know you have as well, but I've never known the world of wrestling without Vince McMahon as the, the guy driving the the train. Mm-hmm. AEW is great, but at the same time, ww's driving the train. WCW mm-hmm. they were leading the uh ratings for a while, but at the same time, people even during those times, people would say WWE was the what wrestling was. This is the first yeah. time Vince McMahon's not the guy. It's it's crazy, exciting, it's interesting.
1: It is super crazy, and I, and it's a, it's a thought that I still I don't think I'll get used to in a while i will get used to the product being better maybe different creative but it is still something that blows my mind on friday we had a pull apart uh backstage brawl between corbin and pat and honestly the first thing i could think about is holy crap vince is not sitting a gorilla <laughs> like mm-hmm. i know that sounds random but i couldn't help but to mm-hmm. think of that like how weird does it have to be for the performers that are so used to that seeing all of these changes i know we'll get into the show but i personally felt there was a different Feel and vibe tonight. There, mm-hmm. a lot of these performers came out with a purpose tonight, and you could feel it. and And there was a statement made by Triple H where he said he wants to make work fun. And I'm mm-hmm. looking forward to this guy's mm-hmm. performance to that level. I love Triple H. Always have loved what he did in NXT, even from the pictures that he posted with the, when when somebody became a champion and he gave them, you know, their their deserved flowers at that moment. Like that just goes to show how much he cared. I know it became a huge meme, which I still pop for the meme of Triple mm-hmm. H pointing at himself, but mm-hmm. it. it, it made a difference that's something that not every not anybody else was doing in wrestling not and nobody Mm -hmm. else is doing it so i think i i felt a different energy even just watching some of these performers walk out Mm -hmm. tonight that made me very exciting very excited for what the future may hold
0: uh yeah and it was it wasn't as maybe as jarring as i think a lot of people thought it was going to be Mm -hmm. uh but i think it's the right way to do things uh, something that is jarring for some, and I, I think a lot of people are wondering what Vince McMahon is doing today. You know, obviously being used to being backstage and gorilla, as you mentioned, Isa. Um, in my mind all day I was thinking he's he's gotta be like sitting in a rocking chair on a porch somewhere, like wondering what do I do? What do I do with free time? What is this? What is free time?
2: <laughs> like, mm-hmm. but,
0: uh but he's busy. I know he's busy, uh, because we have this other piece of news story we have to cover here. Federal investigators are probing WWE hush money payments made by Vince McMahon. That is a that was a very hairpin turn transition there, folks. Uh, it's no longer just the WWE board of directors looking into Vince McMahon's hush money payments to former female employees, alleging abuse, misconduct, and harassment. Uh, according to the new Wall Street Journal report, federal prosecutors and the Securities and Exchange Commission are now looking into payments made by the former WWE chairman and CEO. McMahon announced his resignation to the surprise of many, with sources saying it was the federal investigation that hastened McMahon's decision to retire from all duties, uh, corporate and creative. Um, Lots more information on WrestlingInc.com if you want to read more about that story. It definitely gets into a lot of things like 8K filings and things like that. They're all above my head. But the point of the matter is, Jimmy... Uh, it sounds like this investigation is definitely going to be more than just um uh was it sounds like it's going to be a very in-depth that could have some big repercussions beyond just what we see on TV.
2: Exactly, it has become a bigger story than we anticipated, not that it wasn't a big story to begin with, but at the same time nobody was expecting an SEC investigation into this thing as well. And I'm not going to pretend to know everything about uh how that works, but at the same time, it is uh, it is taxing, and I will give Vince credit for this because knowing the man, it, 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 you to get Vince out of his position at WWE, you'd have to drag him kicking and screaming, and you know what I mean. It, it, he wasn't leaving, but it, I also it, this is what I believe. I, I, again, I'm not privy mm-hmm. to it, but I believe that Vince is doing this for the betterment of the WWE, knowing that. With him still there, whether it's in a creative capacity, whatever his title or, 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 or you know, what it says on his nameplate there, it's a distraction. And everybody's going to focus on that. By him distancing himself right now and staying out, getting out of it completely, it'll hopefully put the focus back on WWE and and he can concentrate on stuff. But I know that people still want to find out what's going on with Vince McMahon. Uh, you know guilty as charged as 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 mm-hmm. do i but at the same time i think he's doing it in in my opinion for the betterment of the company and trying to again like i said distance himself so that the company can move forward
0: yeah isa it's very much uh looking at this it does very much feel like this is the reason why he stepped away uh if he didn't step away i'd feel like oh this is nothing I mean, he's come on. He's still doing. Uh, he's still doing what he's doing. Uh, but I think him stepping away makes this story feel a lot bigger than it would have maybe oh, yeah. if it dropped a week ago.
1: Yes, agreed, one hundred percent. I remember when the news of the first Wall Street Journal article first broke, and we were discussing it here. And I remember saying, if Vince paid some of this money from the company money that is a wrongdoing. Um and and I remember thinking that is something that could get him out of his position. So I mean he he did make the decision before the news dropped. I I, I do have a feeling that this was a big involvement as of why the decision was made. But the stock prices are up. So I mean yeah.
0: Yeah, that's um I wonder if there's a part of him that's a little bummed out they didn't go down when he left. I mean he's he, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I know he probably wants him to give you up because that's his value, but there would there not right. be a part of him that's like, oh, I kind of hope people would think the company's gonna do bad if I what left. if
2: what if he was smart enough to know that it was gonna go up, sold his stock and then bought it back uh or bought more stock. I don't know. He, what, he, sorry, told, he pulled a camera you know grimes. I mean.
1: He pulled a yeah. camera <laughs> grimes.
2: <laughs>
0: he's walking around do the <laughs> yes, exactly. <I> <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, lots of stuff to follow there. Uh, we did, as we move on, we do. We did get a couple super chats. Uh, uh, Degenerates United, I see your super chat. We're definitely going to get to it once we get to uh, chatting a bit more about... Um... Actually, you know, that's the end of the show. You you may have a super chat. We'll chat about it now. Uh, mm-hmm. Degenerates United says, uh, Seth can really use a win, but Riddle has been stomped so many times throughout the build. I think they're going to do the RKO spot from Mania 31, and Riddle wins. Now, I was going to save this, but this is like the end of the show, and I don't want you to have to wait for the whole show to get there. (laughs) Uh, So we'll talk about it now. Isa, I was thinking the same thing. At this point, it feels like if Riddle doesn't win, he basically, for lack of a better term, got stomped the entire rivalry.
1: Yeah, but uh, Riddle also hasn't been winning matches. He lost against Roman when he's on singles matches. He's also not on the winning side of things, so I wouldn't be so shocked to see him lose uh, this Sunday, uh, Saturday, regardless of how many times he got stumped. I personally think Seth needs to win a little bit more. I was doing mm-hmm. a wash-along over on my channel, Ship Plug, and I said uh, <laughs> the fact that Seth Rollins is doing the best work of his career and he's been on the losing end of his feuds, not in a title picture. Like the things that that says about Seth Rollins are incredible, but at the same time, I would like to see Seth Rollins on the winning side of things. Mm So uh, me personally, I am rooting for Seth Rollins Saturday to take the win for Riddle. Riddle was built up to this position as a tag team wrestler. So I don't know that him losing in a singles match without Randy Orton being there is really going to take away any of the momentum that he has going for himself.
0: I've done zero research on this, but I feel like October was the last time Seth Rollins won a, a pay-per-view match um again no research on that so don't do technically me, speaking he
1: won via dq against roman at the royal rumble
0: oh yeah that's yeah, yeah that's yeah. true it doesn't i feel like it doesn't count though i mean it does, count. It does out, count because roman has
1: not beat Seth and i need that match i need them to run it back that's all
0: mm-hmm. well they should but i mean it's, it's hard to be like hey i was the winner when you're getting yeah. carried off the ring apron because you were yeah. choked out I, I, wow I, I, wow I, wow i'm until sad that you said that
2: I, I, I want to say, I'm sorry to jump in here, but I, I want to say that I, I, for the most part, I agree with what Issa said, but at the same time, here are two guys that regardless of whether they win or lose, do not get hurt in the eyes of the fan. They still are over, so to speak. These are two guys that can get over without going over. Seth Rollins, of course, like you said, probably October was the last time he won a pay-per-view match and he still gets people invested in him. He still gets the heat for a heel and and it doesn't matter what riddle does uh, everybody just loves the guy so uh whoever wins this match i don't think it's going to hurt the loser in this
0: well either way i think uh i'm rooting for seth seth is like my favorite right now so i'm rooting for him right now but uh i like i like riddle as well um we also got a couple of questions about triple h here uh steven in the chat friend of the show good to see you again buddy he asks do you guys like Cross and Gargano coming back under the new leadership uh, certainly seems likely. Um, it's interesting, and um, Jimmy, I want to—I guess I'll start with you on this one. I was literally talking to a pal the other day uh, before this news broke, how yeah. it almost feels like carrying Cross. It's we're just waiting for him to come back to the WWE, yeah. uh, but now it seems more likely than ever. Kind of could see Gargano coming back as well. Do you think that we're going to see people signed back that maybe have left, uh, or do you think we're going to see a lot of people get signed back, or do you think maybe we're overthinking it? What What are your thoughts on that?
2: I, I wouldn't say a lot, but I think they're going to. You're going to see some people have a different uh, approach to, or a different uh, mindset for coming back, especially if 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 Hunter's at the at the helm. You know what I mean because they mm-hmm. have that relationship with him. They've they've worked with him, especially guys like Gargano and Cross, who have worked with him in NXT, and they and you know have developed a relationship with Hunter because that's one of the best things that Hunter does is he doesn't only coach; he develops a rapport with these mm-hmm. talents, and 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 that's the beauty of it. And and he's also honest. You know he you know, if he has something to critique them about, he's going to be honest about it. said, hey, you know what? when you go out there and you do this, this looks kind of, uh, but you know what? when you did this, this was good. He's honest and 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 fair with all the talent that he works with. And I think, like I said, you know, I think it's a good call to put him in that position right now.
0: Issa, I, I saw you nodding, yes as I was uh, reading this question off. My question to you though, to follow up is so i, I it sounds like you believe they'll be signed, but my question to you is, Cross and Gargano, do you think they'll be signed before Survivor Series?
1: Oh, mm-hmm. wow. Like, we're putting timelines on this now? Mm-hmm. Uh, Gargano, yes. I mean, he's a free agent. He hasn't really been doing anything outside of, like, signing appearances. So I can see him coming back Um from- Maybe he knew this was coming and that's why he took some time off, you know, enjoy the baby cross has been doing appearances. I know he's wrestling at Ric Flair's final match, but he's also mm-hmm. been very outspoken about where he wants to come back to and where he doesn't want to go to. So it will be amazing to see them both before survivor series. So to answer your questions, I hope so.
0: Yeah. I'd love to see them both back. I'm a fan of both of them. So hopefully they, they get there, but um, I, we also have another chat here from uh, grant in the chat. Who's asked Jimmy, how is Triple H in person, and are you excited about the Triple H creative era in WWE?
2: I got along great with Triple H. You know, he was—I was one of the guys he had a nickname for, so that was kind of cool. And uh, he
0: nickname?
2: Yeah, He used to call me Corduroy. Corduroy? Oh, nice. Instead of Corderas, you know. I don't know. Just,
1: oh, I love that.
2: <laughs> so, you know, uh, and uh, he was the one responsible for making the the. Referee strike angle with me being the scab referee happened, which was oh. kind of cool too. Yeah, it, uh, off of just you know we were. Ha- I just got married. I took it. T- I had taken two weeks off, and I didn't know that while I was away on my honeymoon for two weeks, they had started that angle where the referees went on strike and they had the scab referees uh come in and and do the thing. So I come back from my honeymoon and I run into everybody. Hey, how's it going? And then you know, Hunter comes like, Hey, Corduroy, welcome back. You know. Uh, <laughs> How was the honeymoon? He says, uh, Too bad you come back and you're on strike. I went, Ha ha ha. No, nah, I can't go on strike, Hunter, you know, right now because I just got married. I can't afford to go on strike. He <laughs> said, Ha ha, that's fine. Fu- come with me. And that was it. Like, and he brought me over to JR. He said, Jimmy had a great idea. And I said, I did. <laughs> So he pitched it to them that, Hey, I'm th- because I, you know, and that's the story. I just got married. I can't afford to go on strike. I'm the one scab referee, uh, no regular referee who breaks the picket line. And that's led to the six pack challenge match where I got dragged out and beat up. And by the way, Mike, Chioda, I still owe you a few receipts for those. Kids. wow <laughs> So, but it was, it was like just off, offhanded comment trying to be funny that he went, ha ha. Oh,
0: Yeah. Lots of good things I hear from about triple H and I'm a big fan of, I was a big fan of triple H when he was wrestling. So Mm -hmm. I've Mm -hmm. been a fan of him for a very long time and, um, I'm a fan of everyone who is joining us here in the chat as well. I want to give a shout out to to Montez, to Dylan Matthews, the GIF King, Mike D, uh, Droz in the chat, Michael the Virus, uh, RYN is in the chat as well. We got a couple other folks in here, Sherrod, Baby Ice, Jason, Edward Cousins, Killer Styles, uh, M. Rouse in the house, uh, WWE 2K20 Gameplay <laughs> is here in the house as well uh killer of demons six six nine lots of folks here and you know Issa had mentioned her twitch stream so i did a watch along too and guess what a couple people said that they watch the wrestling Inc. show but they do it later so i want to give them a shout out since they're not here to be uh to, to get mm. shout out typically but i want to give thumbs up canadian a shout out ziggy balls 13 monge and sir lancelot uh big shout out to you guys as well and also uh we have uh blue chew and uh blue Chew, You got to get a sponsor. If you're going to go by the name blue Chew. come on, you should get paid for that name. Uh, mm. DJ dynasty. 03, Um, and others, uh, as well. Jeff Lopez, Zukanigma, enigma. Thanks so much for joining us. And if you're listening to us later on in the show, uh, leave a uh, five-star review on Apple and, and, leave your name there and, uh, remind me to give you guys a shout out. Uh, and I'll give you a shout out, uh, with a five-star review. If you give me a four star or less, don't expect a shout out mm. by the way. Oh, <laughs> um, uh, Like, comment, share, subscribe—all that good stuff. Always appreciated. Are you guys ready to talk about the show? This this show that changed the wrestling landscape. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Maybe maybe not change the wrestling landscape, but you know. Um. So, but there were a lot of changes, and um, Isa, I want to talk to you about this very short bit we started with here. I love it. Show comes on. Mm -hmm. There's a brawl in the middle of the ring. It's. Logan Paul, it's the Miz. They're just fighting. We don't even know what's happening. They get pulled away. We don't even see kind of what started it. Well, we we did get a replay, but this to me said right off the top, you have to tune in. You don't get, you can't wait. You got to be there right away. What were your takeaways just on this explosive start to this new era?
1: Oh my god, I loved it! I I had to like take three takes at the at, at my what the stream to make sure I wasn't watching like a video or or like a, this happened last week because it just started so suddenly that I wasn't expecting the show to start like that. I wish we would have not done a Logan Paul segment later on. We'll get into mm-hmm. that. I wish this would have been the only interaction we saw between Logan Paul and mm-hmm. the Miss tonight because I personally think that maybe Logan Paul was a bit of a miss last week promo wise. So if Mm -hmm. if he can't deliver to that level, then just have him do this because this was effective and an amazing way to start Monday Night Raw. And I think knowing that everybody was going to be tuning in to see if we were going to be seeing any changes, this was a home run of an opener for me.
0: Yeah, Jimmy, I I was saying or thinking today as I was watching this, usually you get five to ten minutes of recaps to start Mm -hmm. the show. Uh, mm. But this was like, you need to be tuned in at the start of the show. Cause things happen. Uh, what were you, what was your takeaway of this, this hot open?
2: It, exactly what it was. It was a hot open. And I tell people all the time that the uh, two of the most important parts of the show are how you begin it and how you end it. Because the beginning is how you attract your audience that tunes in and says, okay, make me want to see this show. And that's exactly what this brawl did because right away, you have, you have questions. What's going on? What happened here? And, you know, they had this nice little brawl going on and it looked good and everybody was involved. And then, uh, you know, it kicked off the show the way it should. Having people invested, having people tuned in, that tuned in to see how it was going to, whether, what's, what are the changes going to be now that all this new regime change and all that stuff. Or, who, or just, you know, uh, anybody tuning in on a regular Monday night going, who may not have known the news, so who if there's anybody out there who doesn't know the news, you know what I mean? But yeah, I thought it was it was absolutely uh Isa called it a home run. I will call it a hat trick. Uh nice goal. Uh, no. mm, nice. No, uh, nice game winning goal. Game winning goal.
0: Game winning goal. Yeah. Um, yeah, slam dunk start. We'll obviously talk about those two a little bit yeah. more, but this is where it really got me is there was no wait, there was no break, suddenly. Mm-hmm. The bloodline music hits. And I <laughs> no, Roman Reigns music. Roman
1: like, Reigns music <laughs> hit.
0: Mm-hmm. I, Roman Reigns music hit. And I was like, oh, my God, we're getting this right now, too. Yeah. Like, OK, let's go. It was mm-hmm. one hit right after the other. Uh, and I loved that uh, Roman Reigns comes out and he says, I just don't feel like talking. And he hands the mic to, to mm-hmm. Paul Heyman, who says, welcome and you think he's going to say to Monday Night Raw? No, he says to the island of relevancy. I love that he mm-hmm. didn't. This isn't welcome. I'm not doing your shtick. I'm going to do my thing. And, and, um, and, and he said, I want to give you extra time to talk about this. So I'm going to start with Jimmy so he can get his stuff in and then you can gush about <laughs> Roman Reigns. Uh, but Jimmy, I think something that I bet something that you probably really appreciated here is how Paul Heyman was like, Hogan has his savage, The Rock mm-hmm. has his stone cold we are going to remove the comparison at SummerSlam. And I got Mm -hmm. chills. I was like, that is the greatest way to build up a matchup ever because you just compared both these guys to the greatest wrestlers of all Mm -hmm. time. And you said, I'm going to do better than all of them. What was your thoughts on Paul Heyman specifically tonight?
2: I thought he, he hit, you talk about home runs, he hit a home run with his promo because he made Roman Reigns feel like he was on the same level as those guys. And not only Roman Reigns, but Brock Lesnar as well. Mm-hmm. He elevated those guys into that rock and stone cold uh, territory. That Hogan, Macho Man, that kind of stuff. You, they, they felt just as important, just by Paul Heyman cutting that promo, and it, it, it was gold.
0: It was everything you want. Uh, but Issa, I could gush about. Uh, bro, I could gush <laughs> about Roman Reigns. Like a you know. Uh, Jimmy could talk about Roman Reigns, but come on. Let us know, how did you think Roman Reigns did in this opening segment? And also, of course, Theory comes out and says he's going to cash in. I'll let you take it away. Tell us all about Roman Reigns at the start of the show.
1: I, I, I have been missing seeing Roman Reigns on TV, but I do th- love the fact that because he's not there on the time when that music hits you stop whatever you're doing you stop you pop you look like oh crap he really is here we're getting him right on the top of mm-hmm. the hour um i love that when he comes out he comes out with a purpose as well like even the way he saying madison square garden with that bass on his voice like like mm-hmm. he is not phoning it in like he might not be here every week but when he's here it's important you're watching you're listening to everything that he's doing and saying i love the promo by paul Heyman. I personally think both of these guys are on that level. So it was good to get the acknowledgement and to get wrestling fans to think, you know what, this is, an, a, a, this is a great rivalry, like that never-ending rivalry. We haven't had a good one in the modern day era. I do wish the matches were a little more violent to live up to the, to the field, you know? I'm hoping maybe we'll get it here. We'll see. I'm still waiting for something as bloody as what we saw at WrestleMania 34 between the two of them. And you guys mm-hmm. know I like to choose violence every morning. That's what I <laughs> yes. do when I wake up. But um, yeah, I really, really loved everything here. I love how Paul Heyman, Paul Heyman can sell any match. But mm-hmm. he's talking about his two guys. Paul Heyman was with Brock Lesnar for so many years. Nobody knows Brock better than Paul Heyman does. Mm-hmm. And now he's Roman Reigns special counsel and, and he's doing Roman's dirty work for him. So to have Paul Heyman sell a match. Uh, between these two favorite guys, possibly, it's, it's a treat to hear him like be so inspired on the mi- on the mic. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, all momentum was killed temporarily by theory, because once Roman went off the mic on theory, this was the moment. This was what I like. You were talking about the Paul Heyman promo. no, mm-hmm. no, no, no. Bro, Roman acting like a, like a counsel to, to theory getting, come on, getting here, getting here, kid. Let me tell you how to do things. And then getting the mm. who's your daddy chant started oh. as a Yankees fan. That brought me way back to that Red Sox series. When we shanted that to Pedro Martinez, New York had to have loved that. <laughs> yeah. I have a feeling this chants are going to follow him for a long time, but that line, your daddy's is not here anymore. Based on the news, based on everything that we're seeing right now, Oh, mm-hmm. did I pop for that? Like it—it it was beautiful. I love the subtle hints here, and I—I I think this was an A plus segment.
0: This, I think, Roman Reigns with wait,
1: wait, and he- Roman looked lo- Roman looked beautiful. Just want, just had
0: to add that. You know, i, I try my best to be a professional, but I can't help <laughs> but I mean, to say it. He come on, we, a all, beautiful we all know man. that. Yeah. come on. <laughs> but yeah. I, is this? This was probably the greatest uh, champion not scared of a cash in I've ever seen ever Mm -hmm. nobody's scared
1: of a cashing from theory theory Mm -hmm. is a walking fail cashing if i ever saw one
0: but Mm -hmm. isn't i i gotta give him credit he sold this magnificently and jimmy i want your take on this i like like when he's like come on like when roman's like he's scared everyone's like i'm not scared i'm not scared he was was the just a perfect like imbecile of a a bad guy Mm -hmm. he's so good at being such a a loser, but so full of himself, but Mm -hmm. still a little crafty and dangerous. He's, he actually walks a very fine line of a character. I think he actually is playing it very well here tonight.
2: It's amazing for a guy so young to get it so quickly. And he is, he's one guy who gets it and he is playing that he's walking that fine line between, is he a buffoon? Does he know what he's doing? Is he in over his head? (laughs) Do you know that kind of stuff? It's, it's just perfect because it, Going into Sunday, he keeps saying that he's going to cash in against who he doesn't care whether it's Roman Reigns or Brock Lesnar. He's going to cash in his money in the bank briefcase. And you're you you got yourself questioning, how is this guy going to cash in against these two monsters and these two beasts?
1: It's the perfect opportunity after a last man standing match. That's why I said mm-hmm. I hope this match brings on the the. I mean, I think Roman Reigns is the best at this no disqualification style matches. Every time that he does one, he just knocks it out of the ballpark. So I mm-hmm. think this is going to be a great match. If your yeah. theory, you're looking at a 700 day champion, you have to kind of like weigh in your options and think like <laughs> when is the best mm-hmm. opportunity? It will be after after a last man standing match with Brock Lesnar, and even then, I don't see him successfully cashing in i wish there was a little bit more like i feel like theory didn't get enough here based on like mm-hmm. he could have said like well i got a cashing on saturday because you're never around like he could have thrown something yeah. in there just to get a little bit of heat back because this was all roman reigns but i i, I enjoyed it i just mm-hmm. wish they're not making theory seem like a credible contender to get a a cashing like to get a successful cashing he's just mm-hmm. not
0: but isn't i feel like that's kind of the beauty of it is because He doesn't seem like a successful cashing guy, but at the same time, a last man standing match. I mean, that you cannot serve up a champion better than that, regardless of who the champion is. I mean, if Roman retains, I mean, after a last man standing with Brock Lesnar, I mean,
1: Jack Farmer, please stop.
0: There's no better chance.
1: I'm, go- I'm going to be in Nashville, and uh, you might witness the, the mental breakdown of Isa at the press boxing all of wrestling media. I'm going to be crying if, if 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 Roman loses his title. So we don't want that. We don't want but, that. But
2: here's the thing, too. He's such a good uh, little whiny uh, bitch, for the lack of a better term. Theory. I'm talking about that. I'm saying poo poo, keeps- and you're dropping. Yeah. Uh, there the b-bomb
0: it free tag okay. okay
2: but but here's a guy who keeps promising that he's going to cash in at SummerSlam and here if he doesn't that just makes him look that much more like a chicken s heel you know what i mean like it's- he's thinking he's taking advantage <laughs> of a situation after a last man standing match and let's say it is roman who wins or brock or whoever gets as he goes to cash in they stand up and they give him that look and he goes ah oh, maybe I won't cash in today.
0: Right. I have a feeling he's not cashing in, to be totally honest. But if he does cash in... I
1: mean, we have to keep in mind that theory, I would assume early on in the match, has a fight with Bobby Lashley. You can easily Hmm. write him off TV on this match to where the point is like, yeah, I couldn't cash in. I wasn't a medical mm. facility i don't know if we're allowed <laughs> to say hospitals now you know things are changing maybe we can say hospitals but you mm. can easily get away with not getting that cash in and him getting away with saying well i couldn't i mean you heard yeah. we get into it but you heard the pop for bobby lashley so i'm 1000 percent assuming bobby lashley retains here mm. why not let bobby lashley beat him so bad that he really can't make the cash in?
0: if uh if if austin theory cashes in and wins I'm Shut gonna have
1: object, Farmer. I'm gonna
0: have Corduroy call Triple H and tell right. him to zoom in wherever you're sitting, so we can get a, your reaction when it happens <laughs> Tremendous. <laughs> on, on screen. Yeah. Tremendous. <laughs> that's, that's that's what we're gonna do. No, <laughs> no, it's gonna be horrible. <laughs> 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 uh, it but that's, it's like I feel like that that reaction is like the perfect theory cashing in reaction that oh man. Come <laughs> Uh, but but Theory, he didn't get cashed in on, but he got a little surprise uh, of his own when Drew McIntyre comes out. And I'm watching this, and I'm thinking to myself, I'm not getting a, a chance to catch a breath in this episode. <laughs> Drew McIntyre comes out, and they have a match, and he just dominates, which totally makes sense. And he mm-hmm. looks like he's ready to challenge for that world title at any moment. Uh, but again, Theory continues to be a little sneaky no-good Nick. Uh, mm-hmm. fun, fun, little matchup before the brawl and brutes get involved. And then last she shows up and we go to commercial break, uh, before getting into the tag team match, uh, that happened here. Um, I just want to talk about this uh, first match and Jimmy, for as much as things change, they still stay the same. We have a singles match that ends with DQ that goes
2: to a tag match. I know, but in this case, the DQ made sense. You know, a lot of times they go to DQ, it feels like, oh, well, they had no other option. They're trying to protect so-and-so, blah, blah, blah. In this case, it makes sense to set up the next match. I I, yeah. I, I didn't feel that there were – if they hadn't done it so much in the past, I wouldn't feel so bad about seeing it tonight. But um, it, 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 tonight it, it felt like it made sense. So I wasn't as upset about the DQ finish leading into the tag match. <clears throat>
0: So Same. we do
1: I felt a lot of yeah. things made sense tonight in a weird mm-hmm. way. I know we got a lot of tag matches, but a lot of things made sense tonight. Yeah. It was it was a fun episode to watch actually.
0: Mm-hmm. It was I, I, and I feel like uh, cuz again as we get this tag team match, uh, Theory and Sheamus versus Lashley and Drew McIntyre. Uh, a few takeaways I had was even Sheamus didn't like Theory. <laughs> Even Sheamus was teasing Theory <laughs> yeah. the matchup, which was cracky. I was like, "Poor Theory. No one likes Theory." Even He's the like, "Heroes no. don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> You, you, you the, the bad guys are supposed to be friends. They're supposed <laughs> to work together." But right. no, I feel everybody
1: sees Vince McMahon on Theory, and they're just like clearly showing it on TV. I don't know why.
0: <laughs> right. Uh, You know, so we we continue to get this matchup and then we get uh, Dolph Ziggler distracting, um, distracting uh, theory so Mm -hmm. that theory takes the loss again. And, um, you know, and and Jimmy, I want to ask you this. It's funny. It wasn't that long ago that it felt like we saw uh, Lashley and Drew McIntyre in a rivalry that would never end match after match after match. I was like, I never Mm -hmm. want to see these guys together ever again. But here I am watching this match, and that feels like it's a hundred years ago. And I'm like, I'd like to see Lashley versus Drew McIntyre down the road. Am, am I we, crazy? We,
1: yes.
2: No. <laughs> it, well, maybe, maybe maybe just a tad. But it, no. Is is he? That's that's the beauty of this thing. When done correctly, when this business is presented correctly, that's the feeling you're supposed to get. Where mm-hmm. that oh yes, if I see these two guys, face uh, – yes, I know they faced each other in the past and blah blah blah. But. When you say, hey, I wouldn't mind seeing these guys go at it again, then they're doing it right. And that's what you got tonight.
0: I also wouldn't mind seeing Seamus versus Lashley after this one. I was like, no, those those the same. Yeah. Same. Big, meaty men
1: slapping meat. My favorite thing.
0: <laughs> big, meaty men slapping, slapping meat. meat. Um, yes.
1: You know what I got out of this, Jack? What I got out of this was, number one, the pop for Lashley was impressive. Lashley has been getting some very good oh, pops my. recently on TV. I think he's looked like a star. I think with the hope, with the change in the air spirits that we have, I think Lashley is the right person to elevate the U.S. title again, make it important again. He looks like a champ. I love seeing everything from like the reactions that Lashley's getting. So I'm, I'm excited for him. Uh, Drew McIntyre, yeah, you're right. He can he can go for a world title at any time. He's just always that kind of guy, and also Butch.
0: Butch, I love Butch, by the way. I'm a huge <laughs> yeah. Butch fan. Um, real quick, uh, Brian out in the chat gave a super chat. Hey, it was Bobby Lashley off tonight? Uh, he's been on fire. Stay safe, 2020, uh, 2022. Um, yeah, he was on for this tag team match, and you're right, he has been fired because he uh, says, Right, yeah. I it's he said to double back on that point about Lashley. Is there anyone else? I can't remember someone who's been around that long, been that consistent, that good, yet still found a way to make this part of their career by far the best. I, he's, I know. He's on another level right now. And I think he's he's a vampire, so I think he's 150 at this point, but he still looks like he's 25. Mm -hmm.
1: yeah Um, I think the the only person that I would compare him to is a match that I really need them to run it back and that's Brock Lesnar I think Brock Lesnar has found a new heir to his career a new character and he's doing some of his best work and we're talking about one of the greatest mm -hmm. of all time still delivering somebody completely new the crowd is behind him which I gotta tell you when Brock beat Undertaker at WrestleMania 30 while I personally thought that's the right person to do it because he could take that heat because Brock always had that I don't give Mm -hmm. a crap attitude he don't care Mm -hmm. that the fans are going to be upset I -hmm. never thought I We'll see the day that Brock will have all of the WWE fandom behind him. And here mm-hmm. he is reinventing himself. Everybody loves yeah. Cowboy Brock. So I think Lashley and, and Brock have found the fountain of youth.
2: Mm-hmm. They're drinking Bro- the Billy Gun juice. Yes, they yeah. are. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Brock Lesnar, I would say, is going to be one of those guys that we all, there's a few of them right now in WWE that we all suddenly go, oh, we didn't know what we had when we had them. Mm-hmm. Oh, I
1: um, know. I've I'm, I'm known what we had since they one. I'm Bobby, a big Bobby- fan.
2: Yeah, he's a special kind of athlete. The stuff he could do in the ring, and the, the thing I love about it is, yes, he could do a lot of stuff, but he picks his spots. He picks his moments when to do it. He doesn't overdo it, and he, he shows the strength when he's supposed to, and every once in a while you see that athletic thing and go, oh, wow, I didn't know yeah. he could do that.
1: Yeah, tell yeah. me tell me, you were going to see a day of a Brock without Paul Heyman being successful. And and that's the thing. I don't think that was a pair up that I was ever going to see broken up. Brock cutting his own promos. He's killing it right mm-hmm. now. And so is Bobby Lashley. So I feel like there's a couple of guys there that are doing their best work mm-hmm. in probably one of their final
0: runs. Mm-hmm. And speaking of best runs and final runs, the end of theory on tonight, I want you to uh, say you get this. Uh, he's left laid out in one of my favorite lines of the night, which there were many. Is Roman Reigns reminding theory when you cash in, make sure to bring this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <managed> <laughs> B-D-E from our
1: undisputed champ. The fact that he was like, don't forget your your briefcase on Saturday. Oh my God. I I, I love that moment. Like the way they're th- treating Theory. Like I thought they used to treat Dominic Mysterio like he was still a kid. Not anymore. It's Theory. Theory is now the toddler of WWE. Like Mysterio has grown up now.
0: That mm-hmm. is a perfect example. He's like the little brother that keeps trying to prove himself. And I was like, dude, mm-hmm. shut up. Stop. Leave me alone. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Literally.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I, I I absolutely love it. Um, yeah. We got, we got another super chat. Uh, downtown CM Brown says excited mm-hmm. for a new era. Love mm-hmm. to see coherent storytelling that hopefully progresses from week to week. All the promos felt organic and had purpose I definitely agree with that. And we have some mm-hmm. promos that come up that I'm definitely going to talk about that with. But mm-hmm. uh, but Jimmy, I, th- I think one of the things that stood out for me with the show and through this whole beginning hour, because th- this all fed together is, and we talked a little bit about the timing of uh, commercial breaks and things like that. Uh, actually, I can't remember if that was before we went on the air or after we mm-hmm. went on the air. We talked yeah. about commercial break timing. But yes. in any case, I'm a professional, folks. Um, <laughs> the uh, I wanted to say that everything flowed so mm-hmm. well today it yes. just felt like everything mm-hmm. led into the next thing i didn't feel like i've said before that my biggest gripe about raw isn't even how long it is it's that it's always uh, backstage segment intro commercial intro half match mm-hmm. commercial second half a match start mm-hmm. over it's right. that same thing and so i always know after the backstage segment is done i know i've got intro commercial right. intro half match commercial before mm-hmm. i gotta come back and th- right. i know that there's gonna be a big space of nothing that mm-hmm. was gone one thing yes. just fed right into the other and i was just engaged the whole time
2: yeah well there was still a little bit of that we did get it on occasion but it wasn't the it wasn't formulated like you laid it out where like you said, you have a backstage interview, then somebody gets an intro, they go to commercial, they come back, and there's a video package before they even introduce the second person in the match. Then mm-hmm. they have the second introduction, you have half a match, there's a spot to the outside, then they go to commercial while they're on yeah. the outside, and then they come back and finish the match. But uh, I, 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 again, like I said, this seemed to flow better. It had me you know, anticipating coming back from commercial yeah. a yeah. little bit more.
1: Jack, did your dog just bark?
2: That's the big
0: dog. That's Roman Reigns.
1: My dog's (laughs) name is actually Roman, so please acknowledge. Um, (laughs) But it was just funny because my dog always crashes everything that I ever do live, so I'm just happy that it wasn't my dog for once. Um, I was doing the watch along, which I said earlier, and I remember somebody in my chat pointed out, like, oh, we used to, like, you know, whatever commercial breaks. Now we're hating that we're going into commercial breaks because they're leaving us hanging. And I remember mm-hmm. talking to a producer at one time and he was like, the whole point is you have to leave them wanting to stay there when you go into a commercial break. And WWE lost the art of that for a while. And mm-hmm. tonight they, did a, they mm-hmm. did a better job. Like Jimmy said, I did see it here or there where there was a couple of, of uh, commercial breaks that were whatever, but there was a couple that I was like, you're going to go into a break right now? Like, why would you do this?
0: Yeah, it was uh, just very well done. Um, as we continue on real quick, we did have a um, another Edge package, I guess I'll just mm-hmm. call it. Um, yeah. It looked like there's a few more clues in this one. Anything to take away before moving on from that? It felt like it's still just uh I, I just did see back. the
1: but... Seth Rollins picture on this one, which I also think was a great Edge feud. I know it's a recent one, but in mm-hmm. his comeback, I personally enjoy his feud with Rollins more than his feud with Randy. So it was just fun mm-hmm. to see the Rollins. I feel like at this point, we all know who it is, just making comeback already.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: mm-hmm. I'm kind of in the same boat.
2: Yeah, well, it'll either be, uh, in my opinion, SummerSlam or the Raw after. Yeah, because we did get the match set up tonight for SummerSlam. For, the Tigers, yeah. So.
0: Any chances of surprise like Zion Quinn getting called up? Ooh. No, probably not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just picked Zion. <laughs> <Quinn>. that, <laughs> I don't have any. <laughs> I have no yeah. reason for Zion Quinn. I just mm-hmm. first one yeah. that my, in my yeah. mind.
2: Just <laughs> it out there.
1: if he he gets called off on saturday jack i swear
0: (laughs) if i predict that correctly you will never hear the end of it i will i will change my name (laughs) on the bottom of the screen to say predicted zion quinn properly there you go um before we get to uh, uh we also had another quick backstage segment and this was something i wasn't super Fond of, to be honest with you, uh, Kevin Patrick was interviewing Dolph Ziggler, and he said, "Why, Dolph? Why?" And he he basically gave the uh, I don't think he's earned it response to the whole Austin theory thing. Mm-hmm. Jimmy, it works; it's effective, but it also feels a little bit like like that's kind of a a go to.
2: Well, it it felt too. I hate to say it; it felt like yeah too soon. Mm-hmm. It, I, I wanted to hear a great explanation for it, other than like, yeah, you know what he didn't earn it yet it's he's not ready for this he's not ready for the big time yet like like someone like whoever else you compare him to it felt like okay let's move on from uh getting this theory and we'll move on to what they moved on to later on with him and can i say it him and aj yeah yeah used
0: yeah um. Yeah. Isa. Anything? To, I mean, I like the idea of uh, AJ and Dolph tagging. I mean, I guess it. I guess it all works. I just felt like when he first came back and took out Theory, I was like, Oh, this is something. Something's cooking. But it just kind of yeah. became a.
1: I um I wasn't into it and then I watched one of Jimmy's reference actually where he talked about how he was intrigued by this and when I looked at it from that perspective I was like you know what I am a little bit intrigued by what Dolph Ziggler is doing here I guess he doesn't deserve it it's a lot better than it should have been me which is what I automatically go to when it comes to <laughs> Dolph Ziggler yeah. but yeah they could have they could have held off on it a little bit longer because I was mm. invested into why is Dolph Ziggler here what is going on what does he have against theory at this point though now we now understand everybody hates theory so he's just one of the group of people that don't like theory
0: i just i guess i thought what the he hasn't earned it yet thing feels like if you were playing wwe 2k and you were in mm-hmm. career mode and it would just be one of the options you would pick for why you don't like somebody mm-hmm. uh, it didn't feel very
2: mm-hmm.
0: it didn't feel very interesting or organic i, I guess it just feels I, very like I, eh, I, this is why you're fighting and you go okay yeah
2: yeah it just it felt offhanded. Yeah. Like, here's the response. It's often, ah, eh, you know what? He didn't deserve it. He has like, did, Oh yeah. I, I'm it. supposed
0: yeah. to hate you for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, in any case, it gets us where we need to go, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. This next part, when we talk about changes in the way things were presented, I thought I'm just, I'm just guessing here. I'm speculating here, but I feel like this next segment was something that probably changed a lot based on, on different creative. And that is the Ray Mysterio uh, mm-hmm. segment of the show. Um, First off, I got to get me that Rey Mysterio legend shirt. That looked really cool.
1: It was clean. Mm-hmm. I noticed yes. that as well.
0: I was like, oh, I got to get that. Yeah. Um, I love that he had his moment. You know, he got to come out, thank the fans, thank the people mm-hmm. that were a part of the uh, his uh, career. I love that um, they gave it a story beat before the Judgment Day came out. I like that they had the match, and I like that the Mysterios won, even with the Mm -hmm. Eddie thing. Um, I like that they got to celebrate backstage. Now, obviously, there was an attack, but um, I think the difference here, and and Isa, I want to come to you on this, is I think the old regime would have had Judgment Day come out and interrupt him and just beat him down in the middle of the ring. Mm. But I like that this one let him sort of have his moment before getting to the next part of the story.
1: Yes. Yes. I agree. I, I, I did. I was waiting for the shoe to drop. Like I was like, okay, something's going to happen. Something's going to (laughs) happen. Judgment day edge. Like there was so much speculation about something happening, but at the same time, I was even saying like, Hey, they gave John Cena this amazing ceremony. They let Randy come out there and speak his mind on his 20th. Like, let's, do that for Rey Mysterio. And, mm. you know, Rey Mysterio is a very big, if not the biggest, Latino star that they've created since Eddie. Mm-hmm. And it was just mm. amazing to get him to see his, do his speech. The shirt was clean. I love that Dominic was out there with him. And I absolutely mm. love that he was able to thank Eddie and get and get his words in Spanish as well. It was great. And then, you know, you see the the judgment day come out. I personally appreciated the way that they did this. I, I did think that um, Rey deserved a full Long speech or ceremony. The one thing that I will say, and I know we'll get more into the match and the backstage thing, is that uh, last Wednesday we were saying every time you see a cake, somebody is getting that cake to the face. Today everything has changed in professional wrestling. That cake is still sitting back there. Nobody went through the cake, so it is the it is the beginning of a new era. If I ever saw one, that is the sign.
0: <laughs> the cake is the sign. Everything yeah. else, the cake is the sign. It's
1: the cake. The cake told me things <laughs> are
0: changing. All I'm saying is if I worked there, that cake is not still sitting there. That is in mm-hmm. my stomach. If so, sorry. Sorry,
2: so so, basically you're going to grab them cakes.
0: Yes, I'm going to grab mm-hmm. them cakes. <laughs> okay. uh, now you had said something, uh, Jimmy, about uh, long-term storytelling. We talked mm-hmm. about rewarding the fans. Rhea Ripley shows up, by mm-hmm. the way. And mm-hmm. um, I loved her moment back there, but she's wearing the I'm your poppy shirt, which for right. me, I absolutely love that she was wearing that so shirt fitting. as opposed to just so fitting. showing yeah. up. It was a great yeah. like it was just one of was great as a fan who's been watching for a long time. Like, hey, it didn't if you haven't if you haven't watched for a long time, it didn't mess with you. You didn't mm-hmm. need to know the reasoning.
2: Mm-hmm. But
0: to watch it now, like, this is great. That was a cool moment.
2: Yeah, it's the little, you know, we talk about it all the time. It's the little things that get people invested. And that was one of the little things, like you said, for people who understand the I'm your poppy stuff. And the Eddie stuff was uh, in the match during the match was incredible as well. I love seeing that stuff uh, because as someone who is blessed to be, um, you know, there with Eddie and with Ray, uh, Mm -hmm. because both those guys uh, broke down a lot of barriers in WWE because you know, there was that stigma attached to WWE that, oh, World Wrestling Federation slash World Wrestling Entertainment, the land of the giants. If you're not six foot, blah, 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 and 200 and 300 and whatever. These guys showed that you can get fans invested in you when you're not the size of a Brock Lesnar or, or, uh, or Bobby Lashley, despite the fact that I, I just picked those names because they're big guys. That, that's the only reason I picked those names. But yeah, uh, yeah they, like I said, they broke down a lot of barriers. They're they 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 they're awesome. Totally awesome. I,
0: I think you could make a, uh, a case that those guys are some of the most influential wrestlers. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not historical enough to be like ever or anything like that, but um, when you think about how much uh, Lucha Libre is used in wrestling today... Um, Yeah. those guys are what made it cool in America. You know, there's so many people doing mm-hmm. moves that maybe don't even realize that they were the ones that made it cool and, uh, brought it to America. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, again, I, am not going to be the, I'm like, I'm not gonna make the great, they're the most, um, influential, but they've got to be mm-hmm. some of them. those. Two I
2: only, guys. I only feel bad that he, when he was thanking all these people, one person he forgot, believe it or not, was JBL. <clears throat>
0: Really? What's the story about that? No,
2: just that him and JBL had some great matches. Oh, okay, for, yeah, for, yeah, for, for the heavyweight championship, you know. What I mean? was waiting for Hoovy to get a shout out. Yeah, See, the juice. Ah, uh, you. There you go. See, unfortunately, it's a three-hour show. You can't name everybody
1: that's what i was gonna say like a lot of people were also criticizing the undertaker in his hall of fame speech for not mentioning certain names and i was like i think they, there's only so much they can do in the time they're given you know
0: i did not really blame him for not mentioning it. i was just <laughs> i'm a nerd so i was like no, i just i just want to take
2: a shot at jbl that's all
0: right <laughs> <laughs> um so uh we continue on here and uh they we had a very quick and again this was another one of those pacing things that I absolutely loved. Uh, Bianca Belair comes out mm-hmm. and Becky Lynch interrupts her and they continue to interrupt each other over and over again until they break down into a fight. And Issa, this was one of my favorite bits. I, I think outside of their like not not counting like actual WrestleMania matches and stuff, I felt like this short segment Issa yeah. was the best Bianca Belair, Becky Lynch segment they've ever done, because it felt like they weren't reading monologues, like they were really two people that hate each other.
1: Yes, 1000% agree with you. Bianca came out, and I I mentioned this earlier that some of these performers were walking with a purpose. I saw it. There was just a different vibe to her when she walked out today, and there was a different vibe to to. Becky Lynch, too. These two women have been feuding since last year um, summertime. We weren't expecting mm-hmm. Becky Lynch. That's when it all started. What else is there left to say? They already had a match. They've been going at it for almost a year. At this point, let them this this is more effective than going back and forth in a promo battle. They've said everything they can say to each other for the mm-hmm. last, you know, 10 months. At this point, mm-hmm. show the show that there is a little bit of of, you know, not they don't like each other. And that's clear. And I can't wait to see them on Saturday. I'm invested mm-hmm. again, thanks to this.
0: Jimmy, how did I love something? I love about this, too. And I mentioned a little bit is that it was quick. It was fast. Yeah. It was just quick. Like it comes. They came in. They got to the point. They did what they were there to do. Um, and I think watching back, there were so many segments in the past that I felt like were dragged out for the sake of, mm-hmm. well, they're here. So let's use some time up where this felt like, no, no, they don't like each other. They're going to fight. They're not going to listen to each other talk. And it, the fact that it was short, I think made it better.
2: In this situation, yes, it did. Because you get those long, drawn-out promo segments back and forth. Here, you, you know, they're jaw-jacking, jaw-jacking, jaw-jacking. And how many times have we watched promos like that that go on and on and on? And you're saying, just wind up and hit the person. And then they mm-hmm. don't do it. Mm-hmm. And, and, and there's no physicality. This was the complete opposite. This was a 180. This was like, wow, they got into it. They, I, I felt invested. I felt like, oh, my goodness, these girls want to beat the crap out of each other. I want to see this. I want to see their match on, 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 Saturday. So
0: we go from that into Alexa bliss and Dewdrop, And this is where some point around this point is where, if I'm being honest, it felt like it started to slide back into how they used to do things uh, during mm-hmm. this, this, uh, this segment. Uh, mm-hmm. I do like uh, any salad. I'll, I'll go back to you on this one is uh, I like how bliss just called it out. Like Lily sells a lot of merch on wwwshop.com. Mm-hmm. I like that she, I like that she yep. just fronted it and said like, "Yeah, this is why I have her." Um, I thought that was a a great little bit here. Um, but we get the match. Uh, Bliss wins. She overcomes the shenanigans. I think she's undefeated since her return outside of the Money in the Bank match. Uh, but um, it, he said it feels like they're just kind of building up Alexa Bliss to be a, a top contender again. I don't know if there's anything more to take from it. But what do you what do you have to think about this?
1: Match-wise, yes, this is one of the probably lower points of tonight for me. Bliss promo-wise, I loved it. I love that she pointed that out about Lily. And I love that we saw glimpses of the goddess, you know, version of Alexa Bliss when she said it doesn't matter who wins on on Saturday. I'm coming for either one of you. It felt very old school, Alexa. And I appreciated that. Again, Mm -hmm. another one of those performers that I noticed feeling like they had a different purpose, a different life to them tonight. I thought Alexa was one of them. I love the promo, the match was just there we we saw ronda rousey running that wwe tweeted out but they didn't put it in the show i know she was advertised for madison square garden but it it was weird the reason why this was there and why ronda came out like the whole thing was weird but yeah i love the bliss um promo Mm -hmm. for this
0: jimmy i was getting vibes that bliss might be um going to the wrong side of the tracks during this whole thing were you getting those vibes too or is that just me
2: no, there was. It felt like there were a little bit of seed planting going on at the same time, like a uh, subtle. It was very mm-hmm. subtle. So, it, it, like if you weren't paying attention, you may not catch that vibe that you felt. And 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 I, I trust me, I understand exactly what you're talking about. Uh, it. it I like that it was more subtle as opposed to, hey, did you hear what she did or what she said there and stuff like that. I I do right. like that. And I and. I, on another thing, I also like the fact that she actually has a finishing move that is like an old school finishing move, that DDT. Yeah. Right? So now that if somebody finally does eventually kick out of it, it means something. Not like everybody mm-hmm. kicks out of a DDT every week.
0: Right. And yeah. it's, uh, it's, it's a cool move. Why not make yeah. it a
2: finisher? I she like... makes it It does look good when she does it.
0: Yeah. I la- I've always loved the DDT as a finisher, mm-hmm. so it's cool to see. Um we move on. And again, this is like I said, this to me, this next part, and I think we all know what it is, mm-hmm. very much felt like they said, we're just sticking with the game plan that we had in place. And it was an episode of Impulsive with Logan Paul. Mm-hmm. Uh, AJ Styles endorses Logan Paul before we get out there, uh, but he kind of did it half, halfway. When he was like, uh, I don't know you, so I don't like you, but I like The Miz less. So I guess you're okay. <laughs> Uh, like the the weakest endorsement ever but uh, we eventually Jimmy we get back to the balls talk mm-hmm. um, if only there was a manscaped promo to be done <laughs> here um, but uh, we get more balls talk mm-hmm. and um, Champa comes out and attacks Logan Paul and uh, my biggest takeaway if I'm talking about a positive here I felt like Miz on his promo was was spitting fire he was good on the promo but the rest mm-hmm. of it felt very, I mean, am, am I really up this late watching a guy talking about how big his balls are? Like,
2: uh, I don't know. It, it, it's not, it's not sitting well with me. Let's put it that way. Taint quite ex- what I was hoping for in this segment. I think it was a little bit too much bringing Maurice out. I, I get it. It's USA network. They're trying to promote Ms. and misses. And that was part of the reason why I think she came out, but The if they're going to have this segment, the the impulsive segment, TV segment, have Logan Paul come out, do you know his hey Miz get out here, blah blah blah. Have Miz come out and spit that fire quickly, Mm -hmm. and then Champa quickly jump him from behind and then get into the heat. There, they didn't Mm -hmm. need all that stuff with with Maurice coming out with a purse that looked like
1: the purse was on point.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was
1: kind of giggling, I
0: was like,
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got it, but at the same time, it was like, Okay, I get it. But yeah, I think it just it felt like for me it dragged a little too long. It could have been yeah. done, they could have tightened the screws on that one a little bit.
0: Uh, yeah, Isa, now I, I know you weren't a fan of this segment. Oh. Um, again, uh I I thought Miz had some passion. We talked the rest of it, the ball stuff. I felt like, okay, we get it. We've been doing this for three months or whatever, however long you got small balls. We're over it. Uh, So when you talk about that, but I also want you to talk about Champa. I think a lot of people thought triple H is in charge. Champa is going to be the world champion, but Champa is kind of still doing the thing. Champa was doing.
1: Yeah. I, I I mean, I will personally be very forgiven of a storyline immediately dropped and moved into something else. But there's only so much you can get on the first day of the job, you know, done. And I think (laughs) that maybe... I, I wasn't even expecting to see a difference on tonight's episode of monday night raw i did think we will see effort go into it even before the news of triple h just because of the fact they're in madison square garden i attended mm-hmm. so many shows in madison square garden they always try when they're there mm-hmm. so i knew tonight's monday night raw was going to have a different feel and vibe to it it is the go home show for SummerSlam. um i personally liked the the opening segment and i wish they would have not done this i'm also a geek for youtube history fun fact so Mm -hmm. impulsive is a very 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 successful podcast very successful Mm -hmm. and it was like do you really want this attached to the name of an actual you know very successful project that you have people are going to google impulsive and now mrs balls are going to come up you know when they google your very successful project (laughs) like (laughs) um if you want me to give you a positive uh fit and the miss matching her with his pink suit Mm. beautiful I mean they're still they're still not a Seth and Becky level, but I appreciated the cor- <laughs> color coordination of the two of them,
0: yeah, they mm. uh, I agree with you Issa. I think I would have rather them just not come on and if anything, I would have rather they set did like a um we were supposed to do impulsive, but after the actions earlier tonight, uh both men have been escorted from the building or something like that. Mm. To- I think I feel I I would have felt like it was better that way when
1: they included the Pat show on the storyline that he was having with Adam Cole, you know, or even when he had Vince, Vince just openly offered him a match. They didn't they didn't make it silly. And this felt a little bit silly. And he said, you are really pushing and getting a different audience from just adding that name to your product. Is this really what you want them to see? I don't don't think that I don't think that this worked. The opening segment, A plus this, it was not it for me.
0: Yeah, especially after the rest of the night, which felt so cool. Mm-hmm. This felt very, like I said, kind of, oh, this was what mm-hmm. we were getting before, right. the, uh, before everything changed. Mm-hmm. Um, we uh, we have a couple of tag team matches to end the show. We'll start with mm-hmm. the AJ and Dolph versus Alpha Academy. Uh, Jimmy, Lion of the Night, many line of the Nights, mm-hmm. but... Uh, was Chad Gable saying, you're just two random guys thrown together. <laughs> oh my goodness. Gable's yeah. been in like a hundred, just two random guys thrown together teams. Yeah. Uh, but quick matchup, fun. Everyone looked great. And I my question to you, Jimmy, is uh, AJ and Dolph, future tag team champions.
2: I don't know. I think they gelled pretty good together. They look good. I mean, like, well... I, to be honest with you, I kind of expected that because you have two talented guys, extremely talented guys, and they know the business and they know that it's about getting them, them over as a team. It's not, it's not about their individual stardom here. And who knows, maybe down the road, it'll lead to a a rivalry between the two of them, which would be uh, awesome. I think if it were to go in that direction. But for right now, let them be a tag team. Let them go after the titles. Who knows? Maybe they're the ones to finally dethrone the Usos.
0: Issa, if they were to have some matchups with guys like the Usos or with the Street Profits, those would be some banger matchups.
1: Yes, yes. I'm so glad you brought that up because I had that moment where, where I saw him as a tag team. I was like the matches that they still could put together if they were actually really to team up. Uh, I think the only thing that keeps me from really getting excited is that we seen Dolph get teamed up with so many random people. He teamed up with Drew McIntyre. He teamed up with Bobby Roode. So it's like, you don't feel like it's something meaningful that's going to last. Again, during the old era, we'll see where this goes. But yeah, I did get excited about the possibility of AJ Styles and Dolph Ziggler possibly being in a tag, in a tag team. I mean, I, I at least AJ Styles for me feels so underutilized since the whole OMAS thing, and I just want, just want better for AJ Styles right now. So we'll see where it goes.
0: Follow up question: I don't want to break the team up too early, though. Issa, who has better hair, AJ or Dolph? AJ
1: Styles has the best hair in all of professional <laughs> wrestling, and I was, I I got to touch <clears> it.
0: Ooh, I mean oh. I, I, I get what you're saying. I think uh Dolph's hair is a little more versatile though. No, 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 no.
1: AJ Styles <laughs> has the best hair in wrestling. And you know, you, you haven't touched it, so you wouldn't know.
0: I'm trying mm-hmm. to I, the, I touched it. I'm trying to sell the hair matchup here, trying to make it seem uh. interesting. Oh. No,
1: no, no. AJ Styles should never risk it. Not even if he knows he's gonna win. Do not risk uh. that hair. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh so we get to the last part of the night. Uh it's bloodline versus the Prophets and riddle. Uh, real quick, I thought it was funny though. The little Usos and Prophets backstage promo with Jeff mm-hmm. Jarrett and them kind of uh, trying to quietly talk so Jarrett doesn't get mad at him. It was stupid, yeah. but it was a fun little time filler, I thought. Yeah. Um, but the matchup, uh, we had new camera angles, the guy who was on the turnbuckle, uh, I thought mm-hmm. it was cool. We had blood. We had Dawkins stepping it up, and we even had a clean finish to end the night. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jimmy... Yeah, I want to talk, first off, I think a few years ago, uh, when Riddle was in NXT, Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people were looking at him and going, he's great, but there's no way he can be this same character and make it on the main roster. Yet here Mm -hmm. he is in the main event against Roman Reigns. Mm -hmm. Riddle is a walk-in, I told you so.
2: Yeah, pretty much. See, he's the epitome of someone who got connected with the audience and the audience loves this guy and he can get over in a match without having to win a match. Like I said earlier tonight. And the other thing about this match too, is we have not, when was the last time we saw Roman Reigns wrestle on television?
1: When he wrestled Riddle, uh, I think it was about a, a month ago actually for the yeah. for the titles.
2: But it, every, it, he, he's not on every week, No, you know, and stuff like that. So every time he wrestles on television now, it feels like a special moment. And it felt special seeing him in the ring tonight, uh, accompanying his cousins, the bloodline, in the match. And uh, uh, to your point, again, about someone like Riddle, here's a guy, again, uh, you can put him in the main event, you can put him in the semi-main event, you can put him anywhere on the card, and this guy would fit in perfectly. He's almost like, if if I can compare him to someone like a, a Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens is a guy who can you put in any spot. Look at him; WrestleMania with Stone Cold Steve Austin, and then he's yeah. doing the stuff with Zeke and Ezekiel, and uh, you know yeah. stuff like that. But yeah, he he's he's the uh, Riddle is an all-purpose guy right now, who is over with the yeah. audience.
0: Uh, Issa, I want to ask you the uh, controversial question: the thing that I'm sure we're going to see on Twitter for a week, um, whether people like it or not. Uh, there was blood in this matchup. First yes, time we've was. seen blood on a uh, WWE program in a long time. Is WWE just copying AEW?
1: <laughs> no, because this blood wasn't caused by a blade.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just know that's going to be one of those. I said, I said, I said what I said. Tweeted.
2: Uh, yeah. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was just
0: things tweeted. Go ahead. We lost you there for a sec. Nope. Oh. Oh, hey, lo- a- I-, I cut you off. I'm sorry. Hmm. Oh, I think well, you're. uh there
1: you Okay, go. no, no, no. I'm back. I'm sorry. I didn't know what was happening. I, I think I froze up for a second. Oh, okay, yeah. I was, so, just, uh, go ahead. I was just saying, I was speaking on my stream about the whole blading thing because it's, it's AEW just needs to work on their production. Even if you're going to blade, I don't have anything against it. I like blood, I like this kind of matches, but it is so obvious when they do it and it gets pointed out on all of these videos, promo Joe on YouTube, like you see it. And that's what I don't need to see. So it does mm-hmm. make a difference. Also, we see blood every week in AEW television where here, it doesn't happen all the time. So when it happens, it really makes you stop and look at what's going on.
2: Yeah. And there's a difference in the way, like you said, it's presented instead of blading, like you said, they it's snug blood. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah. The hard way. Yes. Um. Is, uh, Isa, I want to follow up is now he uh, Montez he got busted open he was bleeding but is the craziest thing he did tonight say was him saying acknowledge me to Roman Reigns mm.
1: the nerve on him the nerve on him to do that to Roman Reigns yeah that's I mean <laughs> mm-hmm. he paid the price he, pay, he got a, he got acknowledged <laughs> real good
0: <laughs> I, felt like, yeah. I felt like I was in school when like the one kid says a bad word or something to the teacher and like
2: ooh mm. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You're in trouble, but
2: Uh, but but then that speaks volumes to how special Roman Reigns has become. Yeah, when you start thinking that, he said, "Oh, how dare he!" Yeah, we went there. Yeah, we knew that
0: Roman Reigns was going to get the win on this one. I think going into at least, I felt like it. But Mm -hmm. Jimmy, it still was kind of cool, and it speaks to how things have been over the past few months. Like it was just a clean win, victory to end the show. Usually Mm there's shenanigans. Usually something happens, but it was just a clean win. And uh, mm-hmm. there's some shenanigans afterwards, but the match itself was a was an actual finish. That that I feel like is a change, surprisingly.
2: Yeah, a little yeah. bit, and I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that he's going into a match this Saturday with Brock Lesnar, so he needs a win of such going into it, as opposed to a cheap victory. I think, anyways. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, that's that's just the way I feel about it. I don't think. Uh, Someone like a Roman Reigns, yes, I get it. He's a heel, and blah blah blah. But at the same time, the heel, a top level heel, doesn't always have to cheat or uh, swerve the referee or something to to get the okay. wins. Sometimes he can just win a match.
1: He does. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. And, and that's the whole the whole gimmick that they're doing with Roman right now. He's dominant. You know, mm-hmm. if you if you tune in tonight because of all the news going on, right, you're somebody that says, maybe I'll start watching wrestling again. And you open the show with a promo where Paul Heyman is putting him so over, talking about 700 days of this dominance. And then you see wow. him not deliver that at the end of the show. Then you completely ruin the match that Paul Heyman sell at the opening of the mm-hmm. show. So, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Roman getting the clean win here is great. It's refreshing. You don't see it every week. Um and and Riddle is somebody that doesn't necessarily lose momentum from losing to mm-hmm. Roman Reigns, which we already saw happen in the past. So we're not getting right. anything new or outrageous here.
0: It shouldn't hurt anyone to lose to Roman Reigns at this mm-hmm. point. It's just assumed. I will, lose
1: to, I will risk it all for Roman Reigns.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <Sorry>. Yeah, <laughs> if I had money in the bank, I wouldn't cash in. I would live to fight another day, I think is what oh, I yeah. would do. if I, if, mm-hmm. if I had. I would, you know what? I'm with you. I'm cool with the briefcase. I'm cool. I like the briefcase. Yeah. I don't want to. Yeah,
2: put it on my mantle. What the heck? Yeah,
0: I don't need. I don't need to cash it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But that's that's the show. Uh, Seth Rollins mm-hmm. came out and stomped Riddle. We talked about that a, a bit. Oh my beginning. god! Wait,
1: can, 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 did we talk about Seth Rollins fit tonight? The sparkly suit. Oh, <laughs> oh it was beautiful. Seth is mm-hmm. so on point right now.
0: His suits are so. Seth Seth is my favorite wrestler going mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. by, as far as just like. Everything he does, I'm like, he's entertaining. He's crazy. He He's the only person that when he walks by Roman Reigns, I'm like, this guy yes. is so cuckoo. Yes. Like, he doesn't realize how dangerous it is what he's doing right now. Mm-hmm. Even exactly. even the
1: stare down between the two of them as as Roman was coming down, there's just something special between those two. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're two of my, my three favorites right now are Seth, Brock, and Roman. So I'm living in paradise, right? People complain <laughs> about WWE. I'm mm-hmm. like, what's wrong with WWE? I'm loving it. Like, my mm-hmm. guys are over <laughs> You yeah. know, but I really, really every time I get any kind of interaction between Seth and Roman, I'm I'm like screaming, like yeah. run it back, please! Like the way Seth played those mind games on everybody, that curve stomp at the end
2: was incredible. Yeah. Yes, it was, and and again, uh, to, to get back to Roman and Seth really quickly, as they were walking by, they did the stare down. It, Seth kind of smiling and saying bye bye. Yeah. You know, <laughs> just a just that smug little bye bye that he gave him was like oh, slap it.
1: <laughs> and and the things that he's doing on social media as well you saw the little yeah. twit, r- twitter rant that he had when when cody rose won the sp he, he was the one who really said the things that needed to be said about cody rose said mm-hmm. it's on a different level and again mm-hmm. hasn't been in a title picture since the beginning of the year hasn't right. won in a pay-per-viewing forever like the fact right. that he's this over without really doing anything big speaks mm-hmm. wonders about mm-hmm. how talented Seth rollins is
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, he's one of my, he might be moving into my top 10 all, yeah, all yeah. time favorites. He's, he's been so- there
1: for me, but you know, I'm a smart, <laughs> I'm a smart person.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's, um, he's I mean, person. absolutely fantastic. And him, him stomping Riddle, uh, I, I, he says, you were saying one of the best stomps, mm-hmm. I think, in a very long time. Um his his outfit was was fantastic. It actually kind of looked like the one Corey Graves was wearing. I was kind of like, "Oh, Corey, you got outdone <laughs> because this one's better." <laughs> I'm sorry, but I am
1: going on an emergency shopping trip for a sequin female suit to take to Nashville.
0: You should. Oh. I want to see <laughs> Oh, Quinn. I am.
1: I, I am. See <laughs> <That's> <laughs> a
2: sequin suit. I
1: am. I am. I gotta find this somewhere in Puerto Rico, but I'm not leaving Nashville without that. <laughs> <Tremendous>.
2: <laughs> if you do, then I, I you need to. Take, somebody take a picture and put it on Twitter, please.
0: Oh, you got it. You got it. <laughs> uh, but uh, th- that's the show. That was raw. That was one of uh, a very good episode. I get made fun of. Cause I say it's a good episode all the time, but this one, I think was a good one for realsies. Um, I-, I don't know. Uh, before we go, do you guys have any final words? I think this was a great one. I'm excited about SummerSlam. Like my interest went through the roof uh, yeah. and the future mm-hmm. of what raw is, I think has gone through the roof. But uh, uh, Jimmy, love you start first, any final thoughts on raw?
2: Yeah, I like these subtle changes that were made. They didn't, you know, jerk the chain too hard and say, hey, we have to go and do a complete 180. And, and you know, a lot of people were thinking, oh, here comes some big changes to the SummerSlam card. No, you didn't mm-hmm. have to do that. You take your time, you know, slowly implement these little changes. And I think they started tonight. And I like what they started with. And I'm only looking forward to what's going to be happening going in the future. I think su- after SummerSlam, I think things are going to start to progress o- maybe a little quicker, but as long as they don't do it too fast, don't, don't, don't flip the switch too quickly. Mm-hmm.
0: Jimmy Cordera says Johnny Gargano, the unified universal champion before uh, uh, survivor series confirmed. <laughs> um, <you> no. <laughs> uh, but uh said no. any, any final thoughts?
1: I I I second what you said I wasn't going uh I wasn't even traveling to Nashville in this up until tonight was one of the least excited that I've been for a wrestling trip. And I love my wrestling trips, don't get me mm-hmm. wrong. But this one, I was more excited about the things that I'm going to cover than the event itself. And that changed a little mm. bit tonight, right? I, I, I feel more hyped for certain matches. Mm. Uh, and, and at the same time, I love the subtle changes. They, they, you pick up this new job, you, you're you changing management in the middle of the build-up to one of your biggest pay-per-views. Do a couple of subtle changes and let's like reset and start seeing more of these changes after SummerSlam. So I thought it was great.
0: We got a, a super chat here at the very end. Terry Allen Jr. asking Jimmy, Jimmy, you noticed the clock at the end of the show?
2: Okay, what did I miss? <laughs> I don't know. I missed I something. Miss. Which clock is uh Terry, I wish I knew what clock you were talking about.
0: Yeah, I didn't see uh Terry. Go ahead and just—you uh, don't need to super chat, but just let us know what the what yeah. clock you were referring to, and uh, we'll get that answered for you. Uh, but it. that does it for us. Of course, this is the RAW after show. There is an NXT after show tomorrow. Uh, then there's also one on Wednesday for Dynamite. There's one on Friday for SmackDown and Rampage. I'm sure there's there's one for SummerSlam on Saturday. I got to get used to saying that. I think Roman actually said this Sunday, by the way, to uh, mm-hmm. to theory. But of course, uh, I have it him it's it's all fine uh terry allen says in the arena did you notice the clock in the arena
2: no i did not no i did not what was, yeah, what was that in,
0: what was that in regards to terry if you uh if you saw something or if you uh are thinking something let us know again you can just put yeah. it in there you don't have to super chat it um but uh uh before we we sign off of course i want to give a shout out to everyone who's stuck with us till the very end mm-hmm. jp killer styles terry allen jr uh Safit, uh soja bx nyc i don't know how to pronounce your name mm. i apologize uh iron meds dream realm studios uh dylan night one jto 98 baby mm. ice and uh, uh everyone else who's stuck with ryn and nick gomez and uh, brian welch and chris aldridge uh all mm. of you guys and and bit mcgillen i can't keep going too far back yeah. it'll be here all night <laughs> um so thank you guys so much for uh, joining us in the end. Before we sign off, uh, let me know where we can find you guys. Jimmy, you go first. What are you working on? What's uh, Where can the world uh, go plug your stuff?
2: Well, yeah, of course, you can find me here on Wrestling Inc. on Monday nights and and on Wednesdays uh, covering Dynamite. And also you can catch my Ref and Rants during the week, Monday through Friday. It's just a minute long on my social media accounts at Jimmy Cordero's on Twitter, at Real Jimmy RealJimmyCordero's on Instagram, Facebook, wherever it might be. And it's just a one-minute little... Uh, critique or something, uh, a little tightening the screws, having a little fun trying to make things better in my world. You may agree, you may not agree, but at the same time it is my rant, not yours.
0: (laughs) And Issa, if someone wants to hear you rant, where can they see or hear you rant?
1: Everywhere. I am currently taking over the world, so if you want to see me cover wrestling here, you can catch me on Tuesday, Wednesdays, Fridays, every once in a while on Mondays as well. If you want to see me cover it in Spanish, you can catch me on Lucha Libre online. Also, my own YouTube channel. You guys can search NYC Demon Diva on all social media platforms to find me. We're almost at 20,000 subscribers on YouTube, Ooh. so go subscribe. Ooh.
0: Nice. And you can find me at Real Jack Farmer across all social media. I'm also on Twitch as well, Real Jack Farmer. I'm, I love your Twitch
1: streams; they're very we, wholesome.
0: We need to we need to do a crossover episode. We one should. Of these days. <laughs> we should. Um, but I'm just getting that started. It's a new little fun thing I'm 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 playing around with. So give that a uh, give that a whirl. But I think that does it for us. Uh, so until the next time, until tomorrow for the NXT After Show. Thanks, folks, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow, NXT show.